Hello, and welcome to the Senioritis Podcast. My name is Sam Rosenthal, and this is where we talk about the struggles and challenges high school seniors face. Thank you for listening in to this episode today. Well, it's that time of the year again when students decide which college they'll attend in the fall. But this year is different due to the pandemic. As seniors finish out the school year, many of them have to make the decision where they want to attend college. The process of applying to schools and choosing where they want to attend has always been a tough decision for seniors. The anxiety of opening up a college decision letter or the hours and hours of studying for the ACT and SAT. Who thought it can get any more stressful? But then the COVID-19 pandemic came along. Only a portion of students getting a chance to take the ACT and 72% of colleges becoming test optional. An added stress of whether or not to report your ACT or SAT scores to the college you are applying to. According to the Common App, only 44% of students submitted a test score this year, which is down from 77% the year before. Being a senior in high school, I personally had this exact dilemma myself. Luckily, I got a chance to take the ACT. I was somewhat satisfied with my score, but was quick to sign up for the next test, as I thought I could do better. But then the pandemic hit. I had no shot of ever being able to take the ACT again. At my school, Deerfield High School, we got to take the ACT socially distanced, but I was displeased with my score. When it became time to submit my ACT score on the Common App, I was back and forth. On one side, I thought it would at least help to submit a score that was average at the school I was applying to. But on the other hand, what if they didn't like the score or part of the subscore? This was never a thought any past seniors had to think about. Tons of these extra decisions and inconveniences piled up on top of each other for seniors this year. Joining the Senioritis podcast now is Noah Tesler, who is a senior at Deerfield High School. Thank you so much for joining the podcast, Noah. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me. Of course. I first want to ask you what your experience was taking the ACT or SAT this year. So my overall experience was, well, I took it last year. I took it three times. I mean, it was an easy experience. It was just a hassle because I remember the first test I took was pre-COVID, but the second test I was scheduled for like a certain month, but it ended up getting pushed back like two months. So, I mean, that was the only problem, but yeah, I took it three times. Wow, that's yeah. impressive. They got to take it that many times before they shut it down. Yeah. My other question is, when you submitted your application, did you include any of those test scores and why? I did include my test score. I mean, it wasn't the best test score. I'm not the best test taker, but me and my mom both agreed that we thought it would be necessary to include my test score with my application. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. And then my final question for you today is how was your experience in visiting schools in person? So I actually visited one school, and it was Bradley. I had a good experience. I believe it was pre-COVID, but I was going to visit Illinois State, which is the school I'm going to, and I still haven't visited yet, shockingly, but I already committed. But I think we were planning on visiting it, but they wanted to do some virtual thing, but I didn't want to do that. I just wanted to see it in person, so I'm going to see it in, like, I think two weeks from now. But, yeah. My experience at Bradley, though, was no, it was normal because it was pre-COVID, so okay. no facts or anything. Yeah, Yeah. well, that's crazy that you uh, chose a school and hasn't even been there. Right? It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, well, thank you so much, Noah, for being our guest. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Of course. Wow. It is crazy how Noah and many other seniors have committed to colleges without ever visiting this year. My experience is very similar. I drove five hours to visit Butler University in Indianapolis, where I will be attending next year. We got to go on a very restricted tour and were not able to go into 90% of the buildings. I couldn't even check out a dorm. 
Even though it felt good to see the buildings where I will live in my next four years, I felt disappointed after. It felt like the trip all could have been done on a Zoom call from my house. Next, I want to dig into what colleges are doing so students can still get that college tour from their home virtually. In mid-March, University of Oregon rolled out a VR experience for people to virtually walk around the campus with their phones and a cardboard VR set they sent to you in the mail. Here's their promotional video for the VR set starring their mascot, the Oregon Duck. Welcome to UO360, your fully immersive University of Oregon experience. Our 360-degree technology will transport you to our outstanding campus. To begin, remove the sleeve, unfold the headset, and secure the hood to Velcro. After you've downloaded the app, simply place your mobile device into your UO360 goggles. Now's a good time to remove your hat, adjust your hair, or remove any unsightly feathers that might obstruct your view. Now that you're comfortable, try our revolutionary touch sensor. You can mark favorite locations or activate anything you want to explore. During your journey, you might feel elevated levels of excitement, an interest in the liberal arts, to duck or not to duck, and a sense of belonging. Aww. This concludes our safety briefing. Thanks for choosing UO360. Besides the cheesiness, I actually believe that the use of VR for virtual tours or colleges will be revolutionary, even when there isn't a pandemic. I think that VR would be a great way to do a walkthrough of a school. I don't think that this should take away from in-person visits, but for seniors this year, it's somewhat of a solution. Finally, I want to talk about another route that high school seniors are taking, a gap year. With many families having unstable income during the pandemic, the cost of college becomes unbearable. Seniors are taking a gap year to work and help regain the possible lost year of income. Twyla Joseph is a senior at Islip Terrace High School in New York. She never got a chance to take the ACT or SAT due to COVID-19. She worked at Panera Bread after school to help save for college, but got laid off when the pandemic started. She couldn't find any other job and quickly had to rethink her plans for college. Twyla quotes, I can't go to college with $900 of my savings. I literally just thought, what if I took a year off, maybe a year or two, and tried to wait till things were back to normal, end quote. Unfortunately, Twyla was not the only one facing this issue. Estimates from the U.S. Census Bureau surveys conducted biweekly since August 2020 indicated that anywhere from 7.7 .7 million to 10 million adults canceled plans to take post-secondary classes last fall because of financial constraints related to the pandemic. Now to end the show, we move into our next segment called The Bold Prediction, where I make a controversial or heavy claim about the future of high school seniors. My claim this week is that next year, college freshmen will set a record for dropouts and transfers. I believe that the lack of visiting and information about our future universities will show next year when some students realize that maybe the college they are attending is not a good fit for them. With very little or no chance to visit the schools beforehand, many students are almost going in blind. According to the Washington Post, nearly one-third of college students change schools at least once with, within attending colleges. I boldly predict that this senior class will have over half of students transfer at least once within their college years. That being said, that is not always a negative thing, as getting to a school that fits you best is very important for your success. But with the lack of visits and information this year, it's really hard to know what's the best fit for you. We are so early in seeing the future impact that COVID-19 caused in high school seniors. How will this affect the graduating class long term? What changes will colleges have to make to adapt to life today? 
This is Sam Rosenthal from the Senioritis Podcast. Thanks for listening.